Hello and welcome back to the Milan Baptist Podcast. My name is Manon. I am the community pastor at Milan Baptist Church. You probably haven't stumbled across this episode by chance, but just in case, you might want to know that this is part two of a conversation with our local PCSOs, Alyssa Kite and Alan Muller. Make sure to listen to the first episode if you haven't done so already, as it will give you a chance to hear more about who Alyssa and Alan are and what they do. Saying that, you are very welcome to stay with us as I think you will enjoy this second episode. Today, Alan and Alyssa will tell us more about the criminal trends that they are seeing on the streets of Milan. They'll give us great tips on how to deter criminals and they'll offer advice on what to do if we are feeling suspicious after taking a touchy phone call or overhearing violent activity next doors. I'm aware that this sounds serious and potentially a little scary, but it's good to know where to turn for help when needed and how to keep the Milan neighborhood and ourselves as safe as possible. I also promise that you will hear some great and uplifting facts about our community. So I hope that you find this conversation as helpful as I did. Well, Alan, Alyssa, lovely to have you back. Yeah, thanks for having us again. <laughs> Um, so yeah, last time we tried to get to know you a little bit more and what it's like to be a PCSO and I was hoping for this second session to talk a little bit more about your experience of Milan. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd love to hear a little bit about what sort of things you've been encountering crime-wise in Milan, especially over the last few months. Um, I think we're everywhere we're seeing um kind of rising vehicle crime. So there's been um, vehicle theft of vehicles um, and that's predominantly keyless thefts. So Ooh. these are cars where you don't put your key in the ignition, but you yeah. it's a push button start. Now, uh, and your key fob uses a Wi-Fi signal between the fob and the car. Now, someone can walk up to your house and clone that signal if your keys are in the house right. and what we recommend is you put your keys in a, a what's called a Faraday pouch so it's, right. a, it's a small pouch that's aluminium lined acts as a signal blocker yeah. um, so we've had a lot of that um, last year not so much this year um, we've had theft from yeah. cars people leaving cars unlocked yeah we actually ran quite a big up um, a few months ago um, going around actually checking people's cars and handles yeah. and it was amazing to see how many people didn't lock their cars oh, really? <laughs> yeah so it's just an opportunity sitting there for these criminals to come and take what they want if you've mm. left your car unlocked mm. um so we really had a big drive at re reminding people to lock their vehicles night especially yeah, yeah oh, we've seen a, a rising catalytic converter theft again so that was probably a year yeah. or so ago before, before lockdown was quite a lot of thefts and now we're seeing a rise again um, in catalytic converter theft because the the metal inside the catalytic converter is quite the price of that metal is increased oh it's gone up recently has it significantly mm. yeah. So, yeah. so what people are doing um, they're, they're kind of this 
happening in the daytime quite brazenly they'll just turn up with a trolley jack and sometimes wear high-vis jackets to look like they're doing some maintenance, car maintenance and they'll just jack the car and use an electric saw or an angle grinder just to cut a piece of exhaust that they want from underneath the car and just drive off and it yes. only takes five minutes, doesn't it? It's Less not long. Yeah. yeah, I guess as a member of the public, you don't know about it, so you yeah. just think so it's rescue, car rescue. Yeah, just because it's yeah. so yeah. lengthened in, in yeah. the middle of the day, people yeah. just assume that so it's... It's know, happening during the day and at night time yeah. as well, so people, yeah. you might hear a loud noise at night if it's you know happening at night time. So what we'd ask people, if they see that happening, call 999, because... Mm-hmm. You know, we want to catch these people, um, and it and, and it gives us an opportunity to challenge anyone who, if they're acting suspiciously, if they're genuine, then fine. Yeah. You know, but we'd like um, people to call us. You yeah. Know. So if we see something like that, it's better not to go to them and say absolutely what you're doing. Yeah. Let's get in touch. Safety first. Give us mm-hmm. a call. Um, don't put yourself in danger. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you talked about sorry those uh, pouches for the keys earlier. Yes. Is it something you can find on Amazon and so in shops? Online, easily? anywhere online, yeah. they're really accessible. Great. Most manufacturers, I think, sell them. You can, you can buy them through Owl, which is our um, email um, system we use for for um, sending out details about crimes. Yeah. Um, they're about five pounds, I think. On it's called Owl Protect. It's okay. part of um, Owl.co.uk, but again, they're relatively cheap five or ten pounds so you need to buy two because obviously you need another one for your spare yeah 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 oh great i'll see if i can find it and i'll add the link to the yeah. uh, episode description so that people yes. can yeah you can, can get different things boxes yeah. as well you can have a box mm-hmm. some people home, keep the yeah. keys in a tin but it's, it's yeah it's yeah. just um, just to block just, the signal yeah preventing that signal being cloned because yeah. uh, uh, but the types of vehicles that have been targeted have been Land Rovers, Mercedes and BMWs, but, but any car with mm. keyless uh, operation and, uh, can be cloned. Mm. Yeah. Um, We've, um, another, another thing that's been brought to our attention actually quite recently, we get quite a lot of um, complaints over parking, especially mm. around school drop-off and pick-up time outside schools. Yes. Um, so... We just sort of try and put out there as much as possible. If you can walk to school, please do, because it causes um, um, an awful lot of congestion if people try and all gather and park outside the school. Um, mm. So that's one of our main, main problems around here. And also with the parade of shops at Money Hill, um, again, the parking around there is very challenging at the best of times. So it's just parking sensibly and safely. If you have to walk five minutes, we would encourage that more so yes. than causing an obstruction for perhaps even a fire engine to be able to get through. That's fair. And I guess that's especially on Fridays and Saturdays, isn't it? Um, when everyone goes to the, the chippies. Yes, for the takeaways <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's very good. Yeah. I think, and do you, do you find that uh, there are more accidents uh, around those times with school runs and... Um, when the Money Hill Parade is uh, congested? I wouldn't say so. No, I find you find on, a, on a wet days, you'll get more road traffic accidents because obviously people aren't adjusting their speed mm. for the conditions. Mm. Just, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't help if there's you know, lots yeah. of obstacles and no. people parked, parked cars everywhere. Certainly it's going to increase that risk of accidents happening. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
And the, so clearly, cars are because uh, uh, quite a yeah. <laughs> issue at the moment. Yeah. But I wonder if you found any new trends after the lockdown because our world has changed so radically, mm. and especially as we're not to lockdown, but we're all kind of grappling with new a new world, really. So have you seen new new sorts of crime emerging? Well, obviously during lockdown, all burglaries stopped because everyone was home. Yeah. Um, but. Um, We've seen an increase in burglaries, but not many. I, I don't think there's been many, too many in Millend. Um, mm. no, um, mm. But um, obviously, as people, just generally, burglaries tend to occur mostly in the daytime when, when people are out, or that, or it's that time of day in the evening we call dusk, when it's um, seven, eight o'clock, not at night, nine o'clock night, when most people are home. So if your house is in darkness. No car on the driveway is a clue mm. to our would-be burglar who's driving around. Just um, so we'll recommend in the evenings if you're out or going away on holiday, use a timer switch. Mm. Um, yeah. You can plug that into a lamp, and then you can time it to come on at certain times. Just oh, nice. uh, have one or two set up in different rooms just to create that illusion that someone's home because a burglar doesn't want to get caught. Yeah. He'd rather burgle an empty house rather than uh, risk finding someone at home who's going to call the police. Yeah. Um, also, so it's a nice cheap way of really yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah, deterring. Yeah, so, um, there's, there's different devices. You, you can even buy these boxes that mimic a flashing of like a TV. Again, yeah. um, but, um, um, I was going to say, um, we've, we've seen um, an increase in these um, scam phone calls. Mm. Um, so people are just randomly phoning people up and they pretend to be from the police. Right. It's just, and it's saying that there's been fraudulent activity on that person's bank card and um, they've made an arrest. And, and um, But they're also investigating the bank. <laughs> And they want them to go into the bank and withdraw cash or transfer cash from their account into another account. Um, and, and sadly, um, people have done this and transferred cash or handed over cash to a courier that's turned up their address. And they've been told that they would get a reward um, for helping the police um, and they would get their money back and when an arrest has been made. But sadly, that's not been the case. You know, and we're talking about tens of thousands of pounds that people have been asked. So we would never ask you to do that, and the bank would never ask you to do that. Um, but, so we're trying to get that message out to people. We send it out on our police emails on the our neighbourhood watch. Yeah. Um, but not everyone's subscribed to that. So um, I've been trying to sort of contact other places like churches yes, here, you've come here and yes. community centres, mm -hmm. doctors, just putting up posters trying to sort of make people aware of this, this scam because it's, it's, yeah. it's really terrible when people are losing their life savings of this right. type of thing. And do you find that they're targeting certain people? It's, it's generally elderly people so mm -hmm. I think on the, on the online phone book you can look up ages of people so I think it's just randomly right. selecting people. And what they do, they, they use a technique called phishing. And when they speak to the person, they are trying to um, get information from them. And they do that by 
by asking them to um, come, sort of, they take them for a series of security questions. So they might say, oh, can you just confirm your name and address? <laughs> can you confirm your bank um, details to us? You know, so they're getting all the information they want. You know, they are um, really, really convincing. And it's very convincing, you know. Mm. And, and I think with the older generation, if someone says they're from the police, they're just automatically trusting mm -hmm. that person there is there to help them, which, you know, that's what the police do. Mm -hmm. um, but sadly, it's not always the case. Yeah. Um, so are there kind of simple questions that we can ask someone who calls out of the blue and is asking yeah. all of this? So what would you say is the best way to make I'm, sure I would it's just authentic? Put the phone down because, as I say, but no one, um, if someone starts asking you to withdraw money from your bank account, please wouldn't do that. That's already you know, a, a huge you know, flag. Isn't don't it? give yeah. any personal information out over yeah. the phone. You wouldn't be all. asked for your bank card, um, uh, certainly um, PIN number, yeah. anything like that, or bank details. Um, be wary giving that up. Um, um, and what you'd recommend. Um, because sometimes what these people do, they will hang. They will ask you to then phone the bank if it's if there's the phony police officers calling you, and they don't hang up the phone. So then you think you're phoning the bank, and they they're still on the line, and they and they so it's quite convincing. So you think you're getting through to yeah. someone else. Um, so what we recommend is saying maybe call police say an hour after that phone call or use a different phone mm -hmm. from the one you've been called on so if you've been called on your landline use a mobile phone or use your neighbour's phone to say I've had this phone call phone, phone the police call us mm -hmm. and it's, it's, us, it's saying there's a, a DC from this police station and they've arrested someone in this and I'm, I'm just not quite convinced by it mm -hmm. and um, can you just confirm usually they will give you a name yeah. of a the police officer was saying name of who's ringing, so we can check that. Great. Yeah. We, we actually had a, a story the, a few weeks ago. A colleague and myself went to an elderly lady's property um, to follow up and offer a bit of advice. She was fortunately very, um, had her wits about her, and she'd straight away answered the phone and realised that it didn't sound quite right, the phone call. And it was a DC from, and he'd given a number, and it was from Luton or something, but she wasn't sure on it. So she didn't follow through with the phone call and she hung up. He, he was asking um, personal um, questions to get information. She'd hung up the, um, the phone call and called the police and reported it. Now, um, my colleague and myself went to visit the lady and when, whilst we were there attending, speaking to her, we had a phone call. Um, and because these scammers are so um, sort of authentic and very, very good at what they do, they do it inside out day in day out um my colleague had answered the call um and they said they were a dc from beds police and um my colleague wasn't sure whether it actually was the police or whether it was a scammer it was so convincing so we actually had to feed that back to our control room to find out whether it was legitimate or not and then likewise the caller on the phone it turned out it was the actual police from the different um from the bedfordshire um and again, they were very dubious whether we were who we were supposed to be. So they, they'd ask the lady, are they in uniform? And, you know, because it's so convincing that yeah. we, you know, from both Checking avenues, 
beds and hearts yeah. as well. We were all, and obviously it was all fine in the end. But yeah, she was um, a funny story to tell. But um, she was, yeah, very sensible and she'd listened um, of all the warnings and she'd realised that it was a scam. So we just again followed up with that advice. You know, don't, don't provide any personal de- details. Um, and, you know, there's so much so much of it going around on phone or on emails, that sort of thing. So just be really wary. If you're unsure, hang up the phone, report it, and then you can follow it up. And I guess the great thing with reporting is it gives peace of mind, but I guess it gives you a heads up as well as to what may be mm. happening. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I can imagine there's going to be new ways all the time. Um, and obviously, the more we sort of share about those things, the more we can um, work together to... Um, so we've had previous... Um, phone calls about people claiming to be from HMRC saying that they, they will phone people up and say there's an outstanding tax that's owed and there's an Oester warrant out if they I don't have one of those. Pay it. it's very scary so if you're quite an elderly person that's quite frightening and yeah. again we've had sadly people have paid this money which the HMRC mm. would not phone you up and, and mm. tell you that there's an Oester warrant no. you know for you they, they wouldn't do that yeah. Um, but, but sadly, again, people are falling for this because it's quite frightening to get a phone call like that. You think you're going to be arrested. <laughs> yeah. But when um, we talk about reporting, I know a few people, and I think myself included, would think, oh, but it doesn't seem important enough to call yeah. the police about it or think, mm. oh, it's so current nowadays that surely the police has better mm. things to do than to be called by me to report something like that so yeah how, how do you view that opinion so you can you can there's different ways so for fraud if you haven't been a victim of fraud but you 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 um feel you've been targeted by someone who's, who's trying to commit fraud you can go on a, a website called action fraud um action fraud uk um you can obviously call us on 101 um or 999 if you feel that you've been a victim of fraud and you, you're worried about your safety or someone coming to your address mm-hmm. um, but there's also the police hearts police website so if you go to heartspolice.uk www.heartspolice.uk yeah. um, on the front page there's some big buttons and it, one of them says report and just click on that and it'll take you through some just um, uh, steps, a series of steps where you can fill in some boxes uh, should mm. be quite easily. Um, again, that's another way of reporting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thank you for that tip. So it just means that yeah, it gets yeah. to you yeah. eventually. Um, but even if it's not, so you know, people think, oh, we'll just find the police for an emergency. But there is other avenues, like Alan yeah. said, for non-emergencies. Um, yeah. Absolutely, report it. Let us know. There is a web chat option as well the Hearts Police uh, um, website as well. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I I will add that um, Three Rivers has the lowest crime in Hertfordshire and one of the lowest um, crime rates in the country. So, so you, you know, we're in a safe area. (laughs) I feel like we're in the middle or something. (laughs) Crime still occurs and you've got to be careful. Yeah. um, Yeah. Got to be vigilant. Yeah, of course. And, like you've mentioned, cars, uh, uh, crimes around cars, uh, phone calls. Um, but yeah, we talked a bit about the pandemic as well. And one thing that we've heard a lot and seen as well as community pastor, I've seen it quite a bit, is um, how much domestic violence there was 
from partner to partner, children to parents, parent to children. So I wonder what's your experience of that been and uh, if you feel that now it's decreasing a little bit or, or is it still very much an issue and especially in this area? I think definitely we've seen a decline and there was a, a real increase over COVID and, and understandably because everyone's cooped up. On top of each other, aren't they? Yeah. And you weren't allowed to go out at the beginning or, or one one journey a day, yeah. you know, one outing. Uh, so that's, I think, understandable in the circumstances. Um, but, mm -hmm. but yeah, we're not seeing, um, I think, now that those conditions have been relaxed, I think we're not seeing as many um, reports of um, domestic mm -hmm. abuse and domestic violence. Uh, I brought some leaflets with me today. So if you, there's a few different ways that you can report. Obviously, if something's happening there and then, and, and you know, you, you're, you're witnessing it, then you can call 999. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess it means witnessing it or even hearing it because yes. yeah. a lot of people work in Yeah, uh, if it's something you're, you're concerned, yeah, mm -hmm. by all means, mm -hmm. call us. Um, or there's the option of calling 101 if it's something that's mm -hmm. maybe happened the day before and you didn't do anything, but it's still eating away at you and you think, I, I need to report something. Yeah. So um, um, there's also um, on the Hearts Police website, we've got the there's um, Hearts to Me Domestic Abuse Helpline. Um, I'm going to read out the number. It's um, 08 088 088 088. So lots of eights. Yeah, nice and easy though. That's um, great. And there's a, there's a website um, and it's, it's um, Hearts Sunflower, that's all um, one word, dot org. Uh, and again, there's advice on there um, for, uh, for reporting domestic abuse. Um, there's also um, Free Weavers. They offer um, domestic abuse support. They've got a telephone number and it's 01923 727141. Um, and they're um, part of uh, Mind, um, which is um, it's a registered charity. Um, and the, um, they have a website, it's hertfordshiremind.org. Um, um, and we've also got um, um, what we call Beacon. Beacon is a, um, it's, 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 um, it's, it's for um, victims, any victims of crime, um, and it's, it's, um, Available in Hertfordshire, and the number for that is um, 0300 0115 five. And again, there's um, the website, it's hertfordshirebeacon.org. Um, thank you. I'll make sure to add that to the, yeah. des uh, the, the episode description. Yeah. And I think for anyone who comes to this church as well, we have an information board that has quite a few of those mm. informations, a bit, bits of information available. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of support out there for victims of domestic yeah. abuse. And again, mm. if you do hear or see anything, please report it. And yeah. of course, we have the um, Crime Stoppers um, number as well. So if, mm. if you want to remain anonymous, um, you can um, report it to Crime Stoppers. 
So that number's 0800-555-111. Um, and I think there's, uh, there's also a website um, that you can um, go on where it will omit your details. Um, so if you put mm -hmm. stop, uh, Crime Stoppers into Google, you'll bring up the website address. Yeah. Yeah. Great, that's really helpful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, yes, another question I want to ask is, so last summer as we were coming out of lockdowns, we uh, did a little survey uh, around Milan um, and we just wanted to see what was on people's minds specifically or what issues and challenges they were seeing and uh, what came out was loneliness and mental well-being. Um, but it was really interesting to see to ask as them as well what was their favorite thing about Milan, and a few answers was or oh, the aquadrome and how green mm -hmm. it is. But mm -hmm. our main answer was um, how people like the sense of community there is here, mm -hmm. and you've touched on that in our previous episode. Uh, I wonder what what you'd say is the most positive traits of uh, Milan and the area, having worked here now for a little while. I'd have to agree, like I said on the previous episode, the sense of community in Milland um, is, yeah, really, really amazing. Um, and some of the things that I've sort of experienced briefly here, yeah, you know, you've got quite a lot for the children going on. You've got the play rangers, which do a fantastic job and getting a free service um, provided by Three Rivers Council and getting the children involved outside. Um, you've got youth groups, um, you've got other support groups run by churches and stuff. There's so much here for the community to really get involved in. I'd say for me personally, um, that's a really positive trait for this area. I think it's yeah, brilliant. Mm -hmm. And I think it's good that the churches are offering that. They've got coffee mornings and I think um, the Methodist Church do lunch. Club yes, yeah, well. with the food bank they have yeah. to, to lunch days. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously you've got the leisure centre, um, I think there's you know, lots of different um, activities. Mm. Um, um, and there's kind of recreational areas as well, you've got the playing fields. Um, yeah, nice park um, there as well. Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. And there's two, I think, You've got two community centres as well. Uh, yes, area, that's unusual, Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one is more. Is it a sports? Sports and centre, social. Social, yeah. yeah. And then the community yeah. centre yeah. that again does lots of meals and mm. coffee mornings mm. and play groups. So yeah, it's a it's a little mine gold, <laughs> a gold mine rather. <laughs> so another area is Wood Oaks Farm. Lovely area there. Oh, some yes. nice walks and they have a nice little tea room there, which yeah. is um, yeah, a nice asset to the area too, isn't it? Yeah. So. I get the feeling we're just trying to convince anyone who's listening to this <laughs> and doesn't live in Milan yet to come and move here. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right. Nice area. To enjoy it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, we, we touched on the Mill Cafe, which is at the Methodist Church just up the road, and I was uh, chatting with a group of people there last week in preparation for, mm. well, talking to them about this interview, and they asked me, um, <laughs> they asked me to say, um, to ask you uh, how many arrests or arrests you have made recently would you be able to give us a number and they also added please tell us the truth so <laughs> I'm not sure if that's something you'd be able to but uh, so, so we don't have power of arrest as police community officers so we, we yeah. have power to detain um, which is slightly different um, so 
our arrests, <laughs> the totals that are for myself and Alan are zero. Yeah, um, yeah. But well, I mean, in general, what Alan's probably We, we might more. assist with an arrest, um, so we, mm. we can help convey prisoners to custody, so we can drive the van. But there's times and occasions where I've had to physically put hands onto someone and that might be dealing with a shoplifter who's trying to get away. But obviously if they're, if we believe that there's someone's committing a crime um, and obviously it's necessary for prevention and detection of a crime to stop that person getting away, you know, we can mm -hmm. use um, power of restraint. Yeah. Um, but generally we're dealing, I say, we're dealing with low level crime. Um, um, so not, it's not normal to be sort of mm. hands-on and, and making arrests for us. Um, yeah. But I say that we would normally we'd deta detain someone and then we'd call up on the radio to say we'd detain that person for whatever reason um, mm. and be a, an officer to make that arrest. Mm -hmm. That's more of the role, I suppose, yeah. of our intervention team who yeah. go out to those 999 calls. We're part yeah. of the Safer Neighbourhood team. Yeah. So more the housing community, that sort of, that's yeah. our sort of role, isn't it? Yeah. Opposed to the 999 yeah. calls yeah. that people make. So I think I'll have to um, get my hand on one of your colleagues at the yeah. uh, intervention team <laughs> and yes. ask them the same yes. question. Yeah. yeah, so quite different roles, as I yeah, mm -hmm. should have explained, that we, um, as officers on the Safer Neighbourhood team, we, we do respond to calls on the radio, but not as much as the response teams, so their, their job mm -hmm. is effectively they'll be going from call to call, literally, like, during the day, yeah. um, um, the 9-9 nine -nine calls, yeah. In a sense, you're kind of the eyes and the presence. Exactly, if, we're, yeah. if we're in that location in that area, then yeah, yeah we will get asked by the control, can you go and assist or can you help with this job as we're, you know, nearby, mm -hmm. yeah, that's quite normal. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We'll, we'll uh, <laughs> keep I'm looking. sorry we haven't got any figures that we can uh, give you. That's all right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so uh, we've talked a bit about the community spirit in Milan. Um, and coming to the end of the episode, so I have to ask you that final question, which is there's lots happening this weekend for the Jubilee weekends. So what will the two of you be up to? <laughs> Doing it well. The next few days. We're both working for the yeah, Jubilee weekend, aren't we? Both working this weekend, so hopefully people right. will see us out on bell patrolling. I think it's just to offer that reassurance again, yeah. in case things are too many street parties are getting out of control. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll visit lots of street parties, though. Yeah, and be involved in multiple rather than just one. Yeah. But I think, yeah, just from terms of reassurance, we'll be out and about um, patrolling. Yeah, so say hello if you see us. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Yeah. And I guess you're probably partial to uh, a nice barbecue, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a cup of tea. And a bit of sunshine. Hopefully we can have a bit of sunshine yeah. with it as yeah. well. So, yeah, no, it's not a bad weekend to be working, is it? Yeah, well... Yeah, well, I hope you enjoy it. I hope the weather will be with you thank <laughs> as well. You. But yeah, Alan and Alisa, thank you so much again yes. for, uh, for coming us. and for chatting. It's been it's a no real problem. treat. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, I guess if when we see you on the streets, uh, we'll come and, and say a little hello as well. Absolutely, please do. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for all that you've shared. And again, all the numbers and websites I'll put in the episode description. So if there's one thing that you were interested in that you haven't quite caught, 
then uh, yeah, do visit the episode description uh, or contact me directly and we'll be make sure that uh, you get the information. Thank you so much for listening to the Milan Baptist podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed this second episode. I'd also like to say a special thank you to Alisa Kite and Alan Waller for taking the time to chat with me and for making this episode possible. As always, I look forward to hearing your feedback. Don't hesitate to leave a message if you are listening to us on Anchor or you can contact me by using my email address manon at milanbaptist.org.uk A new episode will be released over the next couple of months. You can follow us on our Facebook page, Milan Baptist Church, if you want to be amongst the first ones to hear about any new releases. In the meantime, if you know of a local charity that you would like to hear more about, then I would love to hear from you.